found the very best in original talk radio broadcasting on the Internet. It's L.A. Talk Radio. We say what we want. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio. It's the program that brings you the best of the adult and mainstream film, television, and internet industries. Hello, I'm James Bartolet. And Emmy Reyes. And this is Inside the Industry. We have a very special guest here tonight. I am um, very lucky to call him a friend and a man who has directed me in several films. He is award-winning director, an adult film legend, <laughs> and a star. He really is great talent. He's and uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> call me Brown Nose Barley. Okay, um, he is a, an incredible director who has just directed a brand new hit movie that will be coming out. For Wicked Pictures called Speed, Mr. Brad Armstrong is here in the audience with us tonight. Hello, how are you, Brad? Thank you for finally being able to make it down here. We've been trying to get you on the show for months. It is quite the snazzy building you got here. I know it's it is a setup. nice it yeah. is a nice little building here, and we have a bar. So nice we door. have these little. <laughs> as soon as I walked in, I got my uh, my vodka. So. Yeah. Cheers, you, Emmy. You party boy. Cheers. Emmy, I love you so much. She has either she has her inside the industry hat on, on and she got her T-shirt on today. Yes, I have support. <laughs> oh, and it it does look good, Brad, doesn't it? With that, yeah, right. She fills it out well. She does. She's just so tasty looking. All right. Well, um, first of all, I want to send out my condolences to our good friend Miss Taylor Wayne. Um, Taylor had a huge devastation um, with her family this last week. She lost. Her mother and her brother in the same week. Um, Taylor is in England right now handling funeral arrangements. Um, If you contact us here at Inside the Industry, we'll be able to hook you up with um, where you can send um, cards and flowers and so forth for that. But our condolences go out to you, Taylor. We love you very much. Um, She will be back on Playboy Radio with her show in about a week. And I know she'll be back here in town for Exotica. Nice. So our condolences go out to her. So much in the news going on. Another thing, we're also sending out all of our best wishes uh, for a speedy recovery to um, tennis star Jennifer Caplietti, who was engaged to our very own Mr. Um, Dale DeBone. There has been a lot of controversy going on about that, um, but uh, we are hoping to have Dale call into the show in the next week or so to explain everything about that. It was an accidental overdose. It was not intentional. She wasn't trying to kill herself because Dale is in porn. That is the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Who would kill somebody because their ex got into porn? That's crazy. If that happened, there'd be like 10,000 dead girls I know. You know, because a lot of people were shocked when I got in the industry. So, uh... <laughs> Oh, and when do they see that scene I'm doing with Emmy? <laughs> They'll be jumping off the bridge. Anyways, um, she did not intentionally try to take her life. So you're so. trying to say that my ex-boyfriend's going to kill himself? <laughs> yeah, but you never know. Brad, have you had a mainstream ex ever that that got shocked by you being in porn? No, I, I've been in porn for 20 years now. So wow. it's, it's uh, anybody that uh, was was shocked and amazed but I, I've been in the sex industry since I was 17 I was a male stripper 10 years before that so oh wow hey when I was young and pretty um, <laughs> were you a Chippendales guy uh, I was originally from Canada so we had our version thereof but uh, uh-huh. we 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 traveled in a group that uh, all, all the guys were that uh, that had been in Playgirl magazine so it was kind of like the Playgirl review kind of thing Son of a gun. That's kind of like uh, Mark Davis and Nick Manning. I, 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 yeah. I worked with Mark up in Canada. So. Wow. So I, th- I think that's a fact that a lot of people didn't know about you. A, did a, you a, lot, a lot of the guys are male strippers back in their day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. You know, a, a lot of them, especially Canadians like uh, Peter North and uh, Mark Davis. Um, we all worked together. And uh, and then you know Evan Stone was a male stripper. There's, there's a quite, right. quite a number of, of guys who have been had their G-strings on. With the exception of Ron Jeremy. 
Yeah. Hey, he might have been a male stripper back in his day. Yeah. You never know. At a deli somewhere <laughs> in Brooklyn. Here's your pastrami. Here's my cock. You know. He'll dance for food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be real wild. Now, Brad, 20 years in the industry, when you first got in, it was a whole different world back then. Very different. You know, it's one of those things where I, I my first movie was, was a movie called Bowling Bimbos from Boston. You're making that up. I swear to God. Really? Basically, was before testing, before you know, pretty much it it was just pioneer, you know. So I basically they picked me up at the airport, drove me to this bowling alley that they'd rented for the night, and I got thrown in the midst of this. And it was uh, Randy Spears, Eric Price, and uh, Mike Horner. Wow. They were they were the three big guns. Um, and then I I don't even know the chicks. You know what I mean? They they. They they're all long gone, but uh, I got in with Erica Boyer back in the day. Oh, so okay. I met her up in Canada, and uh, she brought me down to make me a star. Any regrets? Oh, how can you regret? You know, yeah. it's been great to me. The business has been great. Lots of fun. Lots of new and exciting challenges. You know, mm-hmm. both in front of and behind the camera, and it's just a great business to be in. And you and Jessica are making productions together, aren't you? Um, Jessica it's, Drake. It's, it's kind of either or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's either she helps me on my productions or I help her on hers. It's kind of we haven't done a team effort yet, uh, mm-hmm. that, like a kind of a, a dual directing job. Uh, well, the movie that we did, um, Twenty Love, Thirty Love, Thirty Love, Thirty Love. Jessica was there on the set. I remember. Yeah, especially when yeah. I have a big acting part. She's mm-hmm. kind of my eyes when I'm in front of the camera. She makes sure that I don't look uh, Which was bad. Great. <laughs> yeah. Now that was a great movie. If you haven't picked, now I sound like James Lipton. If you haven't picked it up yet, get a copy. It's a classic. Um, but Thirty Love um, it was a wonderful film, and you played the tennis pro in that. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a knockoff on Shampoo, you know, where exactly. the uh, the hairstylist went around to all the rich older ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my first uh, soiree into the uh, milf uh, genre. And uh, we had Diane Loren as our uh, as our lead, and she had just come back into the business. That was her first movie, pretty much. So uh, we did that instead of uh, the hairstylist. We went with the tennis pro, and he uh, services yeah. the uh, the rich uh, tennis club uh, patrons. And you know, we Emmy and I last week we were talking about great food on sets, and we we're all agreeing the best food on sets is on Wicked movies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's true. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, I shot for Wicked like I think like a year and a half ago. I did the slumber party. It was just uh, oh. lesbians. There you much. go. That sounds and like fun. I was neither. All this thing in the kitchen, and it was funny because um that was when the fire was happening, going on, and the whole outside was red. We were like, it was Whoa. horrible. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. And well, that was when I just fed. moved here. <laughs> But well, it was fun. You were way out in the boonies out there filming. I don't know. It was a nice house. Yeah. It was some male talent's house also. Like, I don't remember the name. Oh, really? But, um, yeah, when we were looking outside the windows, it was like Nick Manning's fire. house. I'll bet you fire. it was Nick Manning's house. It was Simi Valley, right? I I believe so. Yeah, I that was remember. Nick Manning's place. I don't remember. Yeah. It was really nice. It was a really nice place. But. Yeah. yeah. Well, well we so. like to treat our crew good. So. No. Now, let's talk about speed. Let's. Go on. Tell us about it. Well, it's basically the uh, the story of um, four rival motorcycle gangs in the uh, in the L.A. area, and it's not so much the Harley type; it's the, uh, the Japanese Crunch Rockets, yeah. Race Rockets, or basically motorcycle clubs. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, kind of uh, we have each each of our contract girls: uh, Jessica Drake, Kehlani, uh Kirsten Price, and Electra Blue, and um, they basically are kind of intertwined in each one of their their clubs, Kehlani obviously with the Asian club and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And um, basically it's, it kind of follows each of the stories of these clubs and the trials and tribulations and the jealousies and the drama and this and that and kind of the inter intermixing of the clubs. We want to do something that kind of uh, looked big. Some of the shots, we it's, it's amazing. Uh, Derek Pierce is uh, one of the leads and he uh, he's actually – president of Rough Riders uh, here in uh, yeah. me in, uh, in San Fernando Valley. So he got all his guys and a couple of other guys, uh, Red Lines. I love it. And a, a bunch of different clubs came out, and they were great. And mm-hmm. uh, there was one, we shut down the 6th Street Bridge one day. 
Now, I wanted to ask you about that. Was it difficult to get that permit? Because not, they're, not, the, the permits are so expensive. Not to, it, it's actually, when, they, when you're dealing with the city, it's not so much the permit, because I think the bridge closure was only like $317 or something like that. What? But really? Then you pay $1,000 for the uh, posting of the, the road closure and uh, $60 an hour for the two policemen and this and that. Like, <laughs> it just it just adds up after a while. I think more or less, though, it was it was a pretty good – I mean, I think the location, all in all, with everything in, all it was about 2500 bucks to do it. So, wow. um, you know, but you have to go through all the process and deal with the city and all that kind of stuff. So, but that adds to it, the uh, movies. It, it just was massive because we had we had about 80, 80 um, motorcycle riders, 80, 80 bikes, mm-hmm. and uh, they were scattered all over the bridge. And um, it's just an amazing shot when you see them all lined up along the uh, the street, and you've got the LA cityscape in the background, and and they're all doing stunts and racing and stuff. It's it's just oh, a really wow. just looks huge. Um, now I guess they obviously must have called the cops to let them know because you're racing on the street. Well, no, we we the the street the bridge was completely shut down. Like they had a blockade at each side. Whoa. Yeah. So there was no traffic, no nothing. Yeah. It was our bridge for the day. It was great. Did um, you fuck on it? No, we didn't. That was the oh. only thing they wouldn't let us do. <laughs> like, no, no nudity, no thing. You know, because so pretty much we looked like a normal mainstream crew. Yeah. Uh, we had the camera car there, so we were going along with the big jib on the camera car with all the motorcycles going and doing their stunts and all that kind of stuff. So, so it was second unit stuff? It was, no, well, I mean, the whole crew was there, the cast was there, because, oh. I mean, I didn't want it to be all different people, so I, I scattered my cast of the movie throughout all the bikes, so it looked like they were just part of the part of the scene, you know, so. Speaking of bikes and stuff, if you want to get a great movie that's about the future and about porn, you want to pick up a little movie that we got a lot of awards for called 2040. And we shot that also downtown at an old theater. I love I love the old downtown. It's got a grit to it, you know. Whatever you're doing, it futuristic or or, main, or present day, and even even a lot of uh, uh, old stuff. You got you have a grit to the city, so it's, mm-hmm. I really like shooting downtown. But you had a futuristic bike thing in there that was almost reminiscent of Tron. Uh, yeah, we kind of did that. We had uh, Max Makita as uh, our stunt driver, and uh, she's a big biker chick, and uh, she played. Uh, Jessica's uh, stunt double, because back then Jessica didn't know how to ride really. Yeah. Jessica actually got her license for this movie Speed and did oh. all her own stunts pretty much. And, oh uh, right. We uh, we had her doing a bunch of uh, riding stuff. We just did a little pickup day where she was racing uh, Manuel Ferrar in his Bentley. Uh, we did that yesterday. Whoa. So it, we actually had a, a a convertible Lamborghini all picked out, and then Manuel went. You know, I don't know how comfortable I feel with this stick. <laughs> oh, he didn't know how to drive a stick. Well, he did, but he didn't want to drive the $250,000 stick. Oh, right. So he was like a little nervous. I said, well, you know what? Okay, I'll cancel that, but then I get to use your $150,000 Bentley. Deal? Deal. Yeah. So, nice. not quite as sporty, but still cool. Nice. Are, are you completely wrapped now? No, we still have a couple little things to do here now because we had a couple of, um, of issues with talent and... Uh, Actually, one of the cast members, his dad actually died, so we had to oh, cancel that day. So it was just just little things. Whenever you're doing a big movie, this one spread over eight days, so you know you're always gonna have little things that you don't quite get to, especially when you're dealing with something that size. When you've got, you know, basically a hundred uh, people on the bridge, there's little things that you just don't get done. The sun, right. the sun burns down, and guess what? So now people don't think of that when they think of porn, do they? No way. They they don't think about these big epic productions that yeah. we do. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're really making movies like that now. I mean, it's one of those things that you, I get lucky enough to do at least one a year that's the really big ones. And yeah, I, I was just talking about somebody, it's somebody um, the other day and we're talking about some music licensing. He goes, well, can you send me a script? I mean, you have scripts, right? And I'm going, yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah. The, for Speed, the Speed yeah. was uh, 64 pages. It's almost half a mainstream script. And then, and when you add all the sex time, it's it's you know we're dealing with two and a half three hour movies, um, so yeah we we have scripts guys. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you know a lot of people in mainstream that I run into now, uh, they say we're really impressed with the quality. Uh, I, of the movies. I, it, it's amazing because when you do run into a mainstream actor who's a fan, mm-hmm. he's a real fan. Oh yeah. Because he he looks at it not just for the jack off ability of it, he's looking at it like. And when I tell people that we, oh, I shot that movie in four days. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> what? 
And I was talking to uh, a couple of um, award shows back. I mm-hmm. had the, the privilege of having a really big mainstream director. And when I say big, I mean massive. Sit with me at the table. And um, he was asking me as many questions about movie making as I was asking him. And then I, I was lucky enough to win Best Actor. I said... Okay, you got to put me in your, your your next movie. I'll I'll be cop number four if you want. But look, I won. Come on. I love it. No that is luck. so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Well, let's break away for a commercial break here right now from our wonderful wonderful sponsors. Uh, and you can call in and talk to us at three two three two zero three zero eight one five. Want to also remind you about our contest. Uh, you can win a free pair of tickets to go to Exotica LA, July 9th, 10th, and the 11th. The lovely Emmy Reyes will be signing over there at the Galaxy booth, as will the rest of us. And I'll be up on stage doing Inside the Porn Actors Studio. And then want to also remind you about the Urban X Awards. That is going to be July 13th, downtown Los Angeles. Emmy Reyes is nominated for Rising Star of the Year. And hey. that's going to be cool. <laughs> <Like those pools>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a really, really cool one. And we've got a lot of other great events. Also, we have a contest on August 7th. Drew Rosenfeld, who's creative director over at Hustler, used to be a rock musician and a pretty damn good one, too. And he and his band have gotten back together again. They are playing with Evan Seinfeld's band over at the Key Club during Club Vodka. We're going to be giving away two pairs of tickets to go to see that special show. So that's, that? that's going to be on August 7th on at the Key Club on the yeah. Sunset Strip. So we got lots of stuff to give away. You can get a free picture of Emmy. You can get an autographed picture of Mr. Brad Armstrong, who is a true star and a gentleman and a director by all means. So you could write <laughs> in to us at james at galaxypublicity.com or call us in at Three two three two zero three zero eight one five. We're gonna be right back right after this. Looking to add a little spice to your life? Sextoys.com has thousands of products for singles and couples alike. Whether you're an expert or a beginner, you'll find the sex toys you need. If you're a beginner, we have an expert team who can answer your questions. Sextoys.com offers live support 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You'll have a pleasant shopping experience with products discreetly delivered to your door. Sextoys.com, products for sexual health and well-being. That's one word, sextoys.com. It's wild. It's sexy. It's erotic. And it's not on your TV. Introducing the world's first ever outdoor erotica expo, poolside at the world-famous Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, the X-Town Summer Expo. This is your chance to get up close and personal with your favorite adult film stars, meet the top names from the world of erotica, take home photos, autographs, win prizes, and get free swag. X-Fans has been the information leader on the newest adult productions, taking fans behind the scenes and connecting them with their favorite adult stars for years. Now it's your turn. Poolside at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Mingle with your favorite adult film stars and vote for your favorite in the Miss Summer Pageant Contest. You've watched them at home? Now meet them in person. The X-Fans Summer Expo, June 10th and 11th at the world-famous Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Pool. It's going to be hot, and we're not talking about the sun. World's first ever outdoor erotica expo, the Exxon Summer Expo. Looking for some classy fun tonight? Then Simply Blown Glassware products are for you. Simply Blown Glassware makes the finest glass dildos on the market. Each Simply Blown piece is a unique and singular work of glass art. Drawn from the cauldrons of the absolute highest quality pure molten crystal glass, then hand shaped and formed by artisans using thousand-year-old traditional techniques which are still used by the world's greatest glass masters. Made right here in the USA, Simply Blown glassware pieces have already gained notoriety amongst the biggest adult stars and consumers alike. With a wide variety of designs and styles, Simply Blown is simply your best choice when it comes to glass toys. Visit their site now at www.simplyblown.com. That's www.simplyblown.com. Simply Blown puts the class in glass. Visit avn.com 24-7 to stay up to date on all of the latest happenings in the adult entertainment industry. avn.com features breaking news stories. 
analysis, personality profiles, behind-the-scene reports, and the best event photography in the business. The AVN.com portal also gives you access to the exclusive AVN Live video interviews with the hottest porn stars, producers, and directors. Adult Video News is in its 26th year as the leading trade publication of the adult video industry. Its flagship magazine is published monthly, and its signature event is the AVN Award Show, recognized as the Oscars of the adult entertainment industry, and held every January in Las Vegas. For this year's winners, check out avnawards.com, and check out the site, avn.com. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio. I'll drink to that. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got the wonderful, multi-talented Mr. Brad Armstrong here on the show tonight. You could call in to talk to Mr. Brad Armstrong live right now by calling in at 323-203-0815 or talk to us right here live on Skype from all over the globe. And we get wonderful callers that call in all the time, and we just love all of our callers, Australia and Boston, New York, Philly, everything. (laughs) They call in from all over. We've got so much stuff that's going on. Emmy, I think we should tell everybody about ecstasy going on in Chicago. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, probably, I'm not sure. Yeah. Sixteenth to the nineteenth, I believe. Sixteenth to the nineteenth, right. right? Yeah, that's what I'm. Now, did they doing. give you a booth to sign in, or are you just yeah, gonna stand gonna in the be, parking lot? If anything, I'm not sure yet. Um, yeah. I might be with uh, Lupe Fuentes. Yeah. So, oh, actually, no, I'm gonna be with Evan. Spiders. What is it called? Spiders. Yeah. Yeah, with the spiders thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, by the I'm way, sure. congratulations to Wicked and Lupe joining forces now. Yeah, Lupe's in the house. Yeah. So are you looking? About that. Are you looking forward to directing? Well, her? I was just trying to squeeze one in as I had a couple of movies that kind of things just didn't fall together location yeah. wise or this and that. So I was going to try and squeeze one in um, for Lupe uh, in July, but she's so busy, I'm so busy. It, yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen. Scheduling is always a problem. But uh, well, what about Emmy? Emmy's just as good, if not better. You Jeez. work it, boy. I know, <laughs> I, know. I do. So I got to deal with my contract girl first. <laughs> <laughs> well, she could be a stunt double. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's 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 really good. She's a great star in her own. She's really great. And I say that not only because she's my co-hostess, but I've worked with her, and she's really good. I'll drink to that. He's glowing. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you told me, uh, you just mentioned that you had a couple of movies. When I saw you last week, you said you had a couple of things coming up before September. Right. Yeah, we do. I've got some big plans coming up. We're just about to uh, drop a press release. Uh, mm-hmm. Just got some bad news today. I was gonna, it was gonna be huge, but now I got some bad news. So. What, 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 what? Oh, I can't tell you. But uh, <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> you opened up the floodgate. Hey. Just know that we got some good stuff coming up, so we're very excited about that. Good. I'm just putting all the little details together to make sure it all happens. Is Speed going to be out by AVN Nom oh, yeah. Prime? Yeah. Oh, okay. Speed will be in the house. Boy, I'll tell you, it's it's a lot to do these big movies, not only with the production, but in post, isn't oh, yeah. it? Post is huge. I have two editors working on this. One's doing all the dialogue, one's doing all the sex. So, mm-hmm. uh, just finished the first rough trailer last night. I was sitting in with him a little bit, uh, my boy Scott. And uh, so we're going to uh, be throwing that up on YouTube and on the internet sites and all that. We're gonna oh, cool. A little trailer coming up any day now. So mm-hmm. we're just doing some little final tweaks and we'll be putting it up. So I remember seeing the, the trailer for 30 Love and I love that one. Because I start the whole thing out. Yeah. With the phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are, you are the in. Yeah. That was very, very cool. Did you learn a lot about tennis? Do you think your tennis game has gotten better? You know what? No, I used to play a lot with my dad, and then he got oh, a little, he got a little too old to play. And yeah, I haven't I hadn't before I decided to write that movie. I hadn't picked up a racket in 20 years. So no we, way. Yeah, we went we went out a couple times just to make sure I could do it. And the first time it was like amazing how much you forget. But wow. uh, by the second time it was already back again. So I I can hold my own. I'm not you know I'm not going up for any tourneys or anything, but uh, I can go and have a, a good uh, couple games. Uh. Have you been watching Wimbledon? No, I'm not much of a watcher of sports. I'm more of a player. If I if I don't, if I either play it or I don't even 
care about it. You know, like so you even, don't care about the World even, Cup. Even Lakers, World Cup, all that stuff. It's like if no, I, <laughs> come on, we're big Laker I'm, fans I'm here. Not, if I'll go to a game, but yeah. there's no way I'm watching it on TV. It's like well, oh, forget it. So that's like right. hockey. I used to play. I played hockey for 15, 20 years. I don't. I've never seen. I have probably haven't seen the last ten Stanley Cups. You know what I mean? It's like so, it's yeah. just the, not. I'm not a watcher. Just because you're busy. You're a player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. <laughs> like I'm in porns, I hardly ever watch them. So. Oh, that's that's another question I was just going to ask him. You know, we were talking about that. Do you watch your own movies? I by the time I'm finished a movie, mm-hmm. I've either I've I've lived with that movie for four months. I've I wrote it, I art directed it, I shot it, I sat in on the editing. The last thing I want to do then, unless it's a really, really hot scene that I was in, and yeah. then I'll watch myself bang these two hot chicks that I, I have some, fa- <laughs> I have some favorite scenes that I revisit every once in a while. But other than that, I'm not, I'm not really a big porn watcher. Wow. If a couple, if I hear like another, like one of my competition directors have made something good, I'll watch that just to see, see yeah. what the competition's doing and stuff. But, you know, for the most part, I'm not a, not a porn fan. Emmy, you watch your stuff? Nope. No, Mm-mm. it's funny how a lot of girls I don't watch they don't porn. watch it. I honestly, personally, hate my voice, <laughs> so I don't watch. Well, it. then radio is for you, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, a lot of fans they love it. They love my accent. You're, love you're from where? Honduras. I was raised in Honduras right. and raised in Miami, and a lot of my fans they just love it. Yeah, Even well, my out of porn people they just like, oh my god, I love how you talk. So I guess they like that. That's you got you got a little Rosie Perez without the wine. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got like a definitely you got a sexy uh, little uh, Brazilian Honduras kind of thing yeah. going there. So if you're a fan of that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why I guess I've been around. But um, no, I There's honestly I like seeing the pictures. And that's about. I know the hardcore. I just like no, the pretty big. The soft yeah. ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool. You know, Holly, Rand- uh, Susie Randall did some photos of you that came mm-hmm. out recently that are just gorgeous. Yeah, it was Holly Randall. The one it was Holly that did that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are really, really hot. I don't even look like myself. She told me, go and look at yourself in the side. And I was looking for me, and I'm like, I'm not there. She's like, yes, you're there. And next thing I know, like, oh shit, that's me. Because <laughs> I can like myself. Holly has become quite the photographer in her own right. Oh, sure, sure. Love her. She really is. Yeah. Suze was one of the first people I ever worked with, you know, back in 89, back in the day. So, uh, yeah, she passed passed the torch on well. Now, Brad, how much longer do you think you'll be working in the industry, and what's your exit plan? You know, everybody's starting to think about that because, like, like all businesses right now, the Mm -hmm. adults hurting uh, just the same as pretty much anybody. Um, Both mainstream movie making and adult is uh, definitely going through a rough time right now. Um, Whether it's piracy or just you know the economy in general, it's tough to say. If things don't turn around, I'm definitely going to be exiting quicker than than uh, than I ever would have thought. Because I I would have pretty much thought that I would be in the business for life. You know, because mm-hmm. I love it. It's a great business. It's a great money maker for me. It sure. Is. Um, and uh, it, it's been a great ride. So it just depends on on how long they can tough it out. You know, um, see what we can do about piracy, and then we have a bunch of other issues uh, on the uh, on the chopping block right now as well. Um. But you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, of exit uh, plans, of different uh, hobbies that could turn into a business and this and that. So it just depends, you know. But I, I'd love to stay an adult uh, as long as I can. How about mainstream work? It's it's tough, you know, because it's always right now we're enjoying some of the best crossover stuff. I mean, I just heard Tommy Gunn got a uh, an a entourage, entourage. Yeah, obviously very nice. Sasha uh, um, Sasha Grace is, is on there. Great, yeah. great luck with that. Um, you know, every, we're getting, you know, <laughs> Jessica Drake got, uh, and yeah. uh, Electra Blue got the Lady Gaga video. That's right. So, I mean, we're, right now we're having an amazing run of good luck with the mainstream. So, I mean, if that if that picks up, that would be great. I'd love to get in it. It's uh, it's always tougher for the guys than it is for the girls. You um, could be doing Law & Order Los Angeles and go. playing a porn and director. I, I, it, oh, somebody <laughs> just did that. Oh, it, was, it, was it you? Yeah. Oh, well, there might be another one. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, Randy, Randy Spears has a great little role right now. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but uh, 
He's got a great... Um, well, his voiceover stuff on Family uh, Guy. Okay, well, it's Family Guy, but then he's also just uh, got a reoccurring in uh, American Dad. American Dad, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, that stuff's never happened before. So it's great that mainstream's starting to let their guard down a little bit mm-hmm. and, uh, and let us in. Because, I mean, there really are a lot of talented people in adult that, for whatever reason, fell into adult. And whether they've used their time in, on the set to hone their craft... Mm-hmm. Or they were just naturals when they came in and just never got that mainstream break. But I mean, I think there's there's a lot of guys and girls that could absolutely do that. Uh, yeah. Play mainstream parts without a question. I mean, you could be on a novella. <laughs> oh, I mean, and again, it goes the other way. I think Lupe actually was was doing novellas and stuff in Spain. Like I that's think she's right. Done some she mainstream stuff, was. so she's gone the other route. Yeah. But, I mean, but she's a sexual dynamo, and that's what she loves. So it's it's one of yeah. those things, you know. Say, same with uh, Evan. You were talking about Evan Seinfeld. Uh, he's got his spiders and he's got his biohazard and he's got, you know, he's doing his Oz and this and that. So, so it, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Either people in mainstream that have had some success fall into adult for whatever reason, whether it's love or stupidity. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's it's great that you should be able to go back and forth. You know what I mean? Some of the yeah. mainstream people are more, far more perverse than us. Oh, <laughs> that's of, a true. Some of the stories I've heard is like, yeah, the, the lead, they should be worried about us. <laughs> oh, I, I could tell you TV shows that I was on, and I'll just say that there were like some major network TV shows that I was on back in the 90s. And I mean, there was crap going on there. Sex, drugs, all kinds of shit. In fact, recently... They just put out a memo, the cast of Glee. Now, we we have the X-rated version coming out next week. Um, but the mainstream version, people are fucking on there. I heard that. Yeah, and they're telling they're telling them, they put out a memo, everybody's got to stop fucking. On 90210, they were getting high and partying well, and I mean, fucking. Yeah, you got to figure, you throw a bunch of... Uh, you know, 16 to 25-year-olds right. on a set for... 12, 14 hours a day mm-hmm. with yeah. a bunch of trailers. <laughs> right. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah, they're going to go hog yeah. wild. But you go on a porn set, and I brought mainstream people on, and they said, this is boring. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I get all kinds of people saying, oh, can I come to the set? Can I come to the set? Like two hours in, they're going, all right, that was great. Thanks, man. You know what I mean? Like they'll sit around <laughs> and watch it, watch a sex scene for a little bit, or if we got a bunch of dialogue, they'll sit and watch that for a little bit and go, yeah, are you shooting uh, any sex in? It's like yeah, it's it's like you know they're 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 over it. It's it's definitely not what everybody thinks out there. It's not right. some wild orgy that goes on. It's uh, not boogie nights. Hours a day, uh, yeah. So fluffers won't be sitting there giving you cocaine and marijuana and jacking you off and giving you yeah. booze. That just doesn't happen. I mean, people are taking care of business. Yeah, I mean, it really it really is a business now. I mean, it really is. When I got in in '89, it was a little more mm. relaxed. But not. Oh, do tell. Do tell. No, certainly not. You know, definitely there's, you know, bathroom blowjobs and this and that. But it's it's, uh, you know, nothing compared now. And now it's it really is. And I think a lot of it has to do with the advent of Gonzo and internet. People are working so many days a month mm-hmm. that they're all fucked out. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, they don't need any on the side bathroom action. You know. They're fucked out. <laughs> Emmy, do you ever think you'd be fucked out? No. No. Hey, I one. love sex. You love I, it. I love it so much. I love it. I can have sex, like, I don't know, when you tell me, let's have sex, I have sex. All right, well, let's have sex. Next time we're on set, I'm going to hold you to that. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm not the type of girl that's going to be like, give me lube. I don't use lube. Like, I I I enjoy sex. I'm a spitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if anything, that's the best. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you were there. Oh, I know. I was there. (laughs) You were there. Let me tell you. It's it's so. it, it, no lube at all, just juices flowing, ready to go, a real professional, boom, and it was great. And I, I had an orgasm so loud, I was like the male version of Terry Weigel. They could hear he me in Anaheim. He, he makes funny my, noises, doesn't he? The what? He makes funny noises, doesn't he? Oh, my God. And face, like... do you make funny faces, too? <laughs> well, all right, like... stop that, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I might I wasn't watch. like Pee Wee Herman, like, ah, I'm I, coming. I, ah. I watch that movie. Like, I'm, I have to stop screaming because he's taking the spotlight. <laughs> 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 no, it was, it was fun. And yeah. uh, it was fun. It was really good. It was pretty good. Pretty good. She good. sounds like Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Now, Brad, let's t- um, let us talk again about the early days. 
um, those first movies that you were doing, when did the transition come into the directing from the acting for you? You know, it's funny. Like I said, I was from Canada, and I'd come down here and did a couple of movies, and all my buddies were like, oh, send us up your stuff. Send... And back then, every movie was made in a day. Didn't matter what it was. Wow. Everything was made in a day. And uh, for the most part, the stuff was so bad. It's like I'm going, hey, you know what? I'm not going to send that up. <laughs> <laughs> no way. And I just, I just got got tired of doing these really, really bad, stupid, stupid scripts. Um, and I said, you know, I, I'd sold my house up in Canada and said I had a little chunk of money, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put it towards a movie. Mm-hmm. So I did. I made a movie with Diane Loren, uh, the girlfriend at the time, and uh, it just got lucky that um, that she was just about to sign for Vivid. So we finished the movie, and she was just about to sign for Vivid, and Vivid heard about there's a movie. So they said, well, let's take a look at it, and we've already got one in the can now. You know, so they ended up buying it, um, and that that was a great thing to say back then because that didn't really happen. Oh yeah, Vivid just bought my first movie. It sounded great. I met the uh, the owner of Wicked Steve no uh, at East Coast Video Show, and we were sitting at a bar, and he goes, Oh yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, I direct. Uh, Vivid just bought my first movie, and he, huh? <laughs> and the rest is history. Nice. Wow. So. I just got a Skype from a guy named Lynn. He wanted to know. If you have advice that you would give as an adult film star to a mainstream guy on being better in bed. Boy, that's a good one, huh? I don't know if it's a mainstream guy or any anybody in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, think, I think the best thing is to know your abilities and go with those. If hmm. you don't have a big dink, don't try and pound the shit out of her. Learn how to eat pussy. Because that could actually hurt the girl if it's I mean, small. You know, it's it's one of those things where I think you you you, you should know your abilities as you go, um, mm-hmm. and and work with what you got. Right. You know? And and I mean by small by meaning there there was a girl was on the show, uh, Tara Lynn Fox, mm-hmm. and she said that she had the guy that she was doing the scene with, then he had a very small penis, and he was and it was soft. And he, but he just kept banging her, and it was hurting yeah, because it's all. That happens to me flapping. before. Like I had to do a scene with a guy that had a little dinky, and he was trying to have it like hard, and instead of the dick going in, his nail went in, so it scratched Whoa. me. Ooh. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> okay, so know your limitations, Brad. I, I think just go with what you know. You know, mm-hmm. if if and and I mean, you'll always you can never go wrong by learning how to eat good pussy. Right girl, on. A girl and love. <laughs> you know, even if you don't fuck up her day, if you can make her come by pussy eating, that's the way to go. So I get a girl who you feel really comfortable with, mm-hmm. and get her to teach you how to eat pussy. Do this, do that, and don't feel like you got to get a girl who, who you're comfortable enough with to take the instruction and not mm-hmm. feel embarrassed or silly, and just get her to teach you how to eat pussy. Because if nothing else. You can't go wrong if you can eat a good pussy. When did, how old were you when you learned? I was I, I suck with age all the time. I know grades, so I I had my first uh, sexual experience about grade seven. Wow. Grade seven, grade eight, and grade nine were my kind of learning, you know. And then I had my first I my first fuck was the summer between grade nine and grade ten. Uh, we 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 were going to different high schools, so. We were saying goodbye. <laughs> and, a, and the soundtrack, like a, a Breakfast Club playing yeah, in the background. Kind of, yeah. I was I was a little older than that, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. That's very cool. When uh, when was your first time, ma'am? Oh, eating pussy? Yeah. Or fucking? 21, when I was eating pussy. I uh-huh. never experienced with girl until, yeah, I was 21. And then 19, when I lost it. At 19? Yep. Very nice. Yeah, yep. I was I was already a male stripper at 19 with, with uh, 200 girls screaming my name at 19. <laughs> nice. I had lots of girlies by 19. Wow. Yeah. I am just wow. That is just that's blowing me away because I didn't know that about you. I've known you for some time and I didn't know that you had been a dancer. I was a wow. little male stripper. Yeah. Wow. So. That's a maybe that's a plot for another movie. You know, I, I'd almost done. The ladies' night story a couple times and and basically mm-hmm. the, the the adventures of uh, of my tribe kind of thing and it did some really good stories and and some really 
uh, heartfelt ones and some really wild, crazy nights and stuff like that. But um, in 30 Love, we had that scene with Marco. Yeah, I, I, I def, <laughs> definitely like putting male strippers in the movie. There's nothing, yeah. nothing more sexy um, than uh, than having the male strippers there and having all the girls going crazy as they do because girls are crazy. Nice. You know, there's actually I'm gonna give a plug out to a website right here. It's called The Dancing Bear. And yes, it, it Reality is, Kings yeah, guys. I don't I don't know who it's, runs yeah. it, but some of the shit that they do is the greatest. And it's I don't know how they do it, how they get all these chicks to do what they do. Because I mean, we had we had wild nights, but usually not in the club itself. And these are civilians. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is I think there's a couple plants here and there, you know, to yeah. get to get the action going. But yeah, you're having pretty normal looking chicks fucking suck dick all I over the club that. with going crazy. <laughs> and uh, uh, you now know, how do you get away with this? You, you obviously I, have to get two yeah, two it, five it's, sevens it's, and everything. I, I don't know how they do it, uh, wow. but I fell onto that site one time and I went because I, I mean I lived the life for you know that was me that guy was me only ours were in a dark seedy corner in the back kind of just pulling your dink out and, and getting it sucked while nobody's watching certainly not going crazy you know at bachelor parties when it was kind of a private event sometimes there the girls would go nuts but like in a club with the way they're doing it there it's quite 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 interesting i'd like to know what the uh, how, how they get that get that going so and just so i make that clear for the viewers there i mean the listeners uh, the dancing bear is not like dancing bear from uh, captain kangaroo this is a male stripper who's got a bear costume on. Yeah, strips, one, yeah, one of the guys. Yeah, one of the one of the five or six guys who who go out and literally it's it's. And like any nightclub across 200, the United States, you know, no. chicks sitting there and like you've got twenty or thirty of them sucking dick in front of everybody. It's it's really interesting. I don't and know these how, are chicks that aren't real porn stars. I mean, they're again that's that's what they're pulling. You know, right. that's that's the the sell of it. But I mean, yeah, it's definitely some of them are definitely normal chicks. Yeah. You know? Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, this thing here because I was going to bring up the point about condoms now. And there's this whole thing coming up with Cal OSHA about we, we may have condoms may be mandatory now and how that's going to affect us. Well, I mean, at Wicked, we're condom mandatory all the time. We have right. been for 10 years or so. Um, it's one of those things where uh the owner of wicked steve feels very strongly about it um mm-hmm. he's uh he thinks it's the right way to go and so for us it's a normal day at the park um yeah. whether it should be legislated or you know mandatory or that that's it, it's a tough conversation um cuz it's hard to do a pop with a condom on i mean that's the thing it depends on how how far they take the the uh, the rules of engagement right uh, so because we may have to outlaw the pop oh the pop and I mean uh, blowjobs with condoms pussy eating with dental dams uh, I mean it goes so far as yeah if biohazard you're, if you're suits gonna, you're gonna insert <laughs> your fingers into the girl you should have rubber gloves I mean it's it's wow. one of those things where yeah look at the look on Emmy's face when you said that squirting is you know anything anything into the eyes I mean yeah, they they've gone so far as to say uh, Goggles, you know what I mean? No, so it would it would yeah. definitely change the the wow. uh, the landscape of pornography. So, wow. you know, half the half of the people would go underground. I mean, there's a number of different scenarios. What would happen underground uh, shooting outside of L.A. and and outside of California? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a tough thing. I think some of the people are being completely unrealistic about it. Um, other hand, it, it's one of those things where, you know. For us, if everybody mandated condoms, it put a, it puts us on a level playing field. You know what I mean? So for us, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. But when they start the the logistics of it and and how they're going to enforce it and this and that, it just becomes a real muddied issue. And mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to work all that out. Very true. So. All right, let's break away from commercial here. We come back. We're going to take your phone calls at three two three two zero three zero eight one five. We'll be back right after this. Looking for some classy fun tonight? Then Simply Blown Glassware products are for you. Simply Blown Glassware makes the finest glass dildos on the market. Each Simply Blown piece is a unique and singular work of glass art. Drawn from the cauldrons of the absolute highest quality pure molten crystal glass, then hand-shaped and formed by artisans using thousand-year-old traditional techniques, 
which are still used by the world's greatest glass masters. Made right here in the USA, Simply Blown glassware pieces have already gained notoriety amongst the biggest adult stars and consumers alike. With a wide variety of designs and styles, Simply Blown is simply your best choice when it comes to glass toys. Visit their site now at www.simplyblown.com. That's www.simplyblown.com. Simply Blown. Looking to add a little spice to your life? Sextoys.com has thousands of products for singles and couples alike. Whether you're an expert or a beginner, you'll find the sex toys you need. If you're a beginner, we have an expert team who can answer your questions. Sextoys.com offers live support 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You'll have a pleasant shopping experience with products discreetly delivered to your door. Sextoys.com, products for sexual health and well-being. That's one word, Sextoys.com. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hi, this is James Bartolet. And Emmy Reyes. And this is Inside the Industry. We're here with the multi-talented actor and director, Mr. Brad Armstrong. We're taking your calls at 323-203-0815, or you can also send us questions on Skype. And uh, we've been getting a lot of questions here on Skype. I don't know why people aren't calling in, but uh, we've got um, Eric who wrote us in. Um, Brad, what is your favorite film that you've made? You know what? It, it's tricky because uh, I've been in, you know, directing for 15 years now, so I have some favorites. I've never, whenever anybody asks me that, I can never pull up one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really fond of Coming Home. Uh, oh. Which was uh, a big movie we did. I, Army, I Army remember movie. that one. Yeah. Um, Euphoria was uh, a big movie. Uh, Fallen. Fallen. You know the ones who you know come awards time that that walk away with a bunch of stuff um, uh, are always the ones that you remember because they're the ones you probably worked the hardest at. So uh, they're the ones that you put the most blood, sweat, and tears into. Um, uh, Twenty Forty was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the. Fallen is probably one of my very favorites. Um, you know, the, the, and Jessica I, was really great in that. Yeah, I mean, she, really you know, whenever you, the ones that you know, especially your leads, even if the whole movie doesn't win, when your leads get best actress or best actor and stuff like that, you know, Eternity was a great movie. When we were shooting Eternity, um, Randy's character was so brilliant. I said, dude, if you don't win best actor for this, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And he did. You know, there's yeah. sometimes when you're on the set and you just know things are clicking. Um, and then other times where you know it, you're going to get to the finish line, but it's becoming a lot of work. 2040 was one of those. Euphoria was the, the disaster of all disasters. Just everything that could go wrong did go wrong. But wow. the movie was turned out to be brilliant. You know, it's, it's one of those things we had such bad, like a whole lighting grid fell down on the set. and just, Whoa. Uh, just, just the whole thing was just... I I I told the car on the way home one night. It was just it was one of those. We actually have a section where it's uh, it's the bad luck of you of uh, euphoria. But I mean the movie's great. Uh, mm-hmm. Sydney Steele uh, won for best actress. It won best video. And this I think it, I it's that. it's my big it's my biggest win. It won it won 13, uh, 13 awards. Yeah. Wow. Very nice. So that's my biggest. But you know over the years you always have your favorites that come down the pipe. I could probably make a top ten, but I don't think I could ever pick one. Yeah. Very good. Now, uh, what do you look for when you look for a new talent in, in the girls? Um, you know what? I'm not um, a big new talent starter because mm-hmm. um, I think by the by, by the time they hit my set, it's it's they kind of really have to know their stuff, whether it's acting. They got to be seasoned. They got to, or at least be comfortable. You know, because we like like if I'm trying to have someone do dialogue on the bridge and there's 30 people there, there are 50 people there that are all sitting around and the sun's burning and it's not, I have to have somebody who's not going to freeze. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where they have to be comfortable. I like the, to get them a little bit seasoned, a little bit, you know, how to, how to cheat to the light, cheat to the camera, find their, you know, all the things that you have to know in adult. Um, but, uh, as of late, um, the one girl who has uh, jumped out at me that I've used a couple times in movies when she'd been very green. I, I don't know whether I got her first movie or her second or third, but she was very green. 
but a very intelligent girl, so she really got it quick, was Chanel Preston. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I so love her. I, I think she's she's uh, someone who's definitely if if she uh, decides to stay into it, I think she'll have a, a long and prosperous career. I worked with her in Mash, and she's and, really beautiful. And and I think she's very smart and very with it, and got a great head on her shoulders. And I think she's she's probably the one who's jumped out at, at me the most. A beautiful girl, incredible mm-hmm. body, all that stuff. Yeah. But but um, you know. She looks like a like a runway model. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I, I kind of was looking at her, going, "Why get why into you? porn?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, you know, she loves it. Uh, yeah. She's having a great time. She's been in now about six, seven months. Um, I met her. And first. you become a porn star. You don't have to worry about becoming bulimic or anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's yeah, you know, she <laughs> she just got one of those long, slender bodies, and I yeah. think she's she's all good. But yeah. uh, um, we met her at the uh, the AVN show. Yeah. Um, first time and. Uh, uh, her agent uh, came up and uh, gave us the "Here's my new girl" speech, and you know she they, definitely the eyes were on her, so yeah. it, was, it was great. And and then yeah, she's just really well put together and got a really good head on her shoulders. So very good. She's she's uh, the one. Yeah. Um, Brad, we got to get going here now. Did you want to plug uh, websites and stuff? Um, you know, wicked.com, wickedpictures.com, all those end up at the same place. Um, mm-hmm. actually, Jessica, if you. Uh, if you get get ten more minutes, if you want to log on to Wicked.com, Jessica Drake is doing a uh, live chat. That's why she couldn't be with us tonight at oh, your, cool. on your show. Um, but um, there's all kinds of fun stuff on there. Um, watch for Speed. It's coming out uh, mid-September. Uh, An epic it will be. And uh, we've got a couple of uh, other fun things in the works. So uh, keep an eye out at WickedPictures.com. Very cool. Nice. Emmy, want to plug your stuff? Yeah, my website, lifeofemireyes.com, and my Twitter, Emmy Reyes, and my space, the same thing. <laughs> right, and don't forget, you can ke- catch her every week over at Mermaid's yes. Cabaret on Ventura Boulevard in Encino. Yes. Very nice. And we want to wish everybody out there a very safe and sane 4th of July coming up That's this weekend, wow. too. Don't drink and drive. Smoke a joint. Okay, till <laughs> next time. I'm James Bartolet. And don't forget, we got that contest going on for Exotica LA and for Club Vodka and lots of other great stuff. So you could write us at james at galaxypublicity.com. Relax. And what, what, was the, what, what is it? I can't remember what we always say. What do we say? I uh, I can't remember either. Anyways, good night, everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio.